Hello again, Awesomers. It's me, Steve Simonson, and I'm coming back to you for another ad hoc episode. And today we're just going to talk a little bit about some of the things that are happening right now. And I'm also going to share with you some of the places that I'm going to be in the next five, six months uh, that I would love to see uh, any of you out there. If you can come uh, to any of these conferences, if you're already going, love to uh, say hello and hang out. So uh, first, let's just talk about China for a minute. Um, as we record this in early February, China is just heading into the Chinese New Year. And what that means, of course, is uh, the factory workers and everybody kind of goes home. And it's actually the largest single human migration on the planet. I think they estimate somewhere around 2 billion or 2.3 billion trips uh, being made by, you know, all these uh, um, families, you know, going back to see each other, the workers going back home. And as a lot of people tell you, um, although I, I feel like they, they make it sound like it's, it's brand new news, they'll warn you and go, hey, so many factories are going to shut down and so many workers won't come back to work and, and so on and so forth. And although there will be continued pressure on China from a uh, meta-economic level, this sort of thing happens every year. Uh, it, you know, the risks are relatively low to speak of. Uh, so I wouldn't get too whipped up into a lot of if you hear, you know, 40% of workers don't show back up to the factory. That's pretty normal. They're going to do that. Um, they find new jobs. Maybe it's closer to home. Maybe they decide they have enough money and they're going to go back home, uh, back to the rural part of China versus the the metro areas where most of the jobs are. So don't let kind of that, uh, you know, fear mongering or the revelation of, oh, so many factories are going to shut down. There will be some turnover. And, and even this year, it might be a little bit more than normal because there is significant headwinds that China and Chinese factories are facing uh, on, on the global front, on, on a number of fronts. But it's not that much worse than normal. And certainly, it's not as bad as it was in 2008 where the Asian uh, crisis hit not just China, but all over uh, Asia. So my point is, uh, just take a grain of salt. Uh, don't panic. Uh, these things happen. Uh, so in addition to Chinese New Year, of course, there are things happening at Amazon. Uh, Amazon, uh, for those Amazon sellers out there who uh, pay close attention, they just announced both in the United States and Europe some lower fees, uh, particularly as it relates to FBA long-term storage and things like that. And this is actually a positive sign and this goes, I talked about this in an earlier Awesomers episode, that their prices will just keep going up until there's enough pressure to keep them back down. It's a straight supply-demand curve. If they have more supply they, they, and they don't see it being utilized, they may lower their prices. Uh, but as that demand increases or as we get lazy with our inventory and, and just kind of leave a bunch of stuff in a bunch of places that is not moving, that's uh, the antithesis of what Amazon wants, then the price will go up again. And so I think you'll find this sort of vacillation based on supply demand curves to be something that is normal and, and something that should be prepared for. And as always, I have uh, advocated the idea of uh, being wise with your inventory, using staging warehouses, and, and really thinking about what's the best way to control and position that inventory. I know that we all love the idea of simply, you know, place your order at the factory, never touch it, never think about it, send it right to Amazon, have it all sold, send the money, and repeat uh, over and over and over. And I'm fine with that. Uh, in fact, I love that. If, in fact, you can send in a batch of material that will only last a month or let's say six weeks at Amazon, then you're already using uh, JIT inventory, just-in-time inventory. 
But if you have many, many weeks of inventory in there, and I'm talking about eight, 12, or more weeks, you really should start considering looking at a staging warehouse because the costs, certainly at scale, the costs do not make sense to do too much at Amazon any more than that, that three to six week throughput at Amazon. And that the only reason I say that much, you know, often in a, a normal environment, we would do less. We would do two to three weeks maybe, uh, and then just refill that weekly from a staging warehouse or a 3PL. But Amazon has the, the potential for those spikes where you get a couple lightning deals. Um, those, that's the reason why we have a little bit more of a buffer, that four to six weeks recommendation. Now, I, it should go without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, that if, when you're planning around Prime Day, or obviously, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, but even holidays like uh, Mother's Day or back to school events, if that is a prime time for your product, you should be forecasting higher than your trailing four to six weeks and, and include that in your amount of inventory in Amazon. Uh, I didn't know all this stuff going in. We made most of our learnings by mistakes, but I share that just to say, that if you don't factor in Prime Day, for example, in that four to six weeks of inventory, you've, you've made a huge miscalculation. So please do that. Uh, I don't want to see you get caught without uh, the product that you need and that you want to sell. All right, so we've talked a little bit about China. We've talked a little bit about some of the welcome lower fees on Amazon. Uh, I do want to talk just a minute about Empowery. I, I want you guys to go check out Empowery.org. That's Empowery.org. Uh, we, the team there has set up a marketing funnel. Uh, as you know, I'm a, a volunteer for Empowery. None of the ads, none of the, the efforts that we do are paid to awesomers. They're not paid to me personally. Everything we do is kind of a, a volunteer uh, effort for the Empowery nonprofit member-owned cooperative. And I just want to say a quick word. A lot of people don't know uh, what that means or what that's all about. But just imagine an organization that is owned by the members that's entirely focused on making the members' lives better in three different ways. One is the simple idea of community and leadership. Uh, Empowery provides access to not just other Empowery members, but uh, the team at Empowery, which you know has full-time team members working there. Uh, there's a finance group that helps track down the, the rebates and the cash back and those types of things. So there's a lot of people working behind the scenes kind of for the benefit of the members. So that's really cool, having the community. And of course, uh, the Empowery team drops, uh, I think, very valuable content. Uh, an example of that will happen on February 4th for Empowery members, where they will be given very high kind of blueprints and master plans on how they can put their financial house in order, how they can solve that problem. Uh, also, how they can track Facebook ads uh, very simply and systemically to really measure ROI and another operational uh, presentation as well. So there's a lot of opportunity for Empowery members every single month to see value. So that community piece is one piece. Then there's also the influence piece. And influence is really oriented towards marketplaces and governments who are, uh, I would just say they're being uh, jerky to Amazon sellers. Uh, they raise prices on lightning sales or they, I decide uh, what sales tax laws apply and what they, you know, what doesn't without regard to the fact that we have no voice or we have no vote in their state. Um, and, and by the way, you know, there's a whole series of episodes we've done on this. Uh, there are many reasons why we should try to have influence in not just marketplaces, but in government uh, uh, areas as well. And we're a big uh, 
proponent and supporter of the online merchants guild as you know kind of the the tip of the spear when it comes to the legal and lobbying side of that equation and then finally there's the financial benefit of you know being in a buying group having you know a little better price than than the everybody uh, on the street getting some extra perks along the way and then earning that all important cash back which can actually pay more than it costs you to be a member so as one example uh, a member uh, of Empowery just in the fourth quarter of 2018 uh, got more money than it cost him to join and more money for the entire years of uh, the entire year of subscription by quite a measure, <laughs> nearly double uh, just in a single quarter. So there are some financial upsides and that's because they're member owners so empower shareholders empower um, silver members and higher are member owners empower bronze members can get there. Uh, but that's a, a nice way to start. So anyway, enough on empower. I got on a little rant there, but I'm very passionate about it. I, I love entrepreneurs and I see that as a long systemic way to help entrepreneurs. So let me tell you where I'm going to be uh, in the upcoming uh, weeks and months. So in the middle of uh, February, I'm going to be down in Costa Rica. So uh, I've got a little mastermind uh, group that uh, has invited me down there. We're going to go hang out in the, the beautiful Costa Rica. Uh, Dave Kettner and Norma Farrar uh, are leading that uh that effort and and I've already met some of the the entrepreneurs uh, down there some that I've met uh, briefly in passing before but we're gonna spend a really lot of fun time so down in Costa Rica if you happen to be down there in the middle of February 2019 why not check us out or I, I don't think you can go to the mastermind that thing's full and a exclusive uh, type of thing but if you're around don't hesitate to reach out to me and I'd love to have a drink uh, tell some more stories or hang out at the beach uh, I'll also be going to traffic and conversion literally uh, less than 12 hours later, after I land from Costa Rica, I'll be taking off for San Diego. Just enough time to do laundry. And uh, so if you're down in San Diego for the uh, Traffic and Conversion uh, event, which is a huge event, uh, originally started and, and still hosted by digital marketer guys, Ryan Dice, Perry Belcher, uh, Roland Frazier, the, the, the whole gang there, and even Richard Linder, and I mean, there's so many other uh, really great people there. Uh, they ended up selling that uh, conference, by the way, uh, this past fall. So it'll be interesting to see. I imagine there won't be any uh, discernible changes, but I, I expect uh, lots of interesting things happening in the future, including the already announced fall TNC event in New York City. So, uh, so that's TNC uh, near uh, the third week of February, roughly, of 2019. As we come into March, uh, join me at the Prosper Show. I'll be on a a panel there with other esteemed colleagues, including my buddy Kevin King and others who I actually don't know who's on, on the panel yet. We're going to talk about some of the pains to be an Amazon seller and growing and scaling that business. Uh, and there's a lot of other great content. James Thompson puts on a beautiful show. Uh, he's a brilliant ex-Amazonian, and he also, uh, I think I can speak for him, he loves entrepreneurs. So uh, if you're going to the Prosper Show, uh, go to prospershow.com. And you could use seller19 as your discount code. I have no affiliation. I, I, I never do. And uh, that'll save you 100 bucks. But uh, you know, my interest is saving you a little bit of money. But use speaker19 as your uh, discount code, save you a, a couple bucks there. And I would love to see you in Vegas in March. Now, not long after the Prosper Show, I'm headed over to the European Sellers Conference in Prague. And I just can't wait. Uh, Augustus Klingis uh, is hosting that, and I hope I got the pronunciation right there, buddy. Um, he's hosting that, and there's a, just a ton of talent coming over for that. 
And I, I often talk about this, that I think Europe is, is uh, ignored by uh, too many, uh, I don't know, I think Europe needs more attention. That's probably my point. And so I just, uh, I've been over just in the past eight weeks over to, to London for a holiday party there. And uh, I'm heading back to Prague uh, here just at the end of March, just for a couple of days. I don't really have very much time. Um, believe it or not, I'm squeezing other things in here that I'm not sharing with, uh, with you all. But uh, I will be there in Prague uh, for the European Seller Conference. And I think that's AMZ Summits. You can go check that amzsummits.com out and uh, get a look at that. Uh, so after that, I probably will go to the Canton Fair for some period of time in uh, Guangzhou. Uh, and if I do, I'll make that uh, further announcement. Probably around phase two would be my guess. And uh, following that, we're going to have an Empowery uh, conference in May of 2019. I definitely want you to, to check that out. And uh, you can go to the awesomers.com slash 133. Uh, page to find the, the relevant links that I'm talking about, both for Empowery and the others as well. And this is uh, episode 133 of the Osmers podcast, by the way. That's how we came up with that super secret code, osmers.com slash 133. I know, super, super complicated. Uh, so after the Empowery conference in uh, mid-May, uh, I may pop down to the Gold Coast of Australia to go to the, um, I think it's called e-tailer or e-tail conference uh, put on by Phil Leahy, uh, who's a great, great uh, organizer. I've been to his uh, Vegas event. And I think for e-commerce guys, it's a great way to kind of uh, hang out, go to Australia and kind of check out what's happening down under. Huh? That's a little Australian accent for you. G'day, Steve. All right. Now I think that's about the end of my Australian accent. Uh, after uh, the end of May, uh, I will be going to the Amazing.com uh, now massive show, uh, SellerCon, and there's even a chance that I may uh, be speaking there as well. Uh, that is in Vegas in the third week of June, I believe, and I've got a, a special link for you. Uh, it's actually an Empowery link where you can save a little bit of money. Uh, they, first of all, they have a great early bird price where it's 50% off the tickets, so you should go to, you know, uh, awesomers.com slash 133 right now and grab that link because on top of that already great savings, uh, we've got a, a discount code for you to use, which saves you another 20%. And even better, uh, on top of that, uh, we've got an Empowery link that Empowery members earn a little cash back. But even if you're not an Empowery member, we've got a special VIP hangout with me that we're going to be doing in Vegas. And again, I'm not compensated. I have no affiliation for any of this. I just love to hang out with folks and I love to support the Empowering Nonprofit uh, member-owned cooperative. So that's a little bit about my schedule. I know that seems like a, uh, a whirlwind, uh, but believe it or not, I may squeeze a couple other things in there. I, I might need to get a trip to India in uh, to talk to some developers. We're, we're working on some parsimony.com projects. Uh, I may need to visit with my own team in China a little bit more. And then I've got this super secret project that you can go check out if you go to kevinandsteve.com and you will see, I believe it's a, a mid-April uh, time frame that we're going to uh, kind of share with you some of these uh, details. It is not a membership. It's not a co-op. It's not a um, training course. It's, it's none of that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't think it's like anything you've ever seen before. 
and it is really, really something that Kevin King and I are cooking up special just for you guys. Uh, if you want to see what's cooking, go on over to awesomers.com slash 133 right now and check out those links that I'm preparing for you. So I, I want to just uh, say one final word. So some might question, hey, why does Steve go to all these things? By the way, I don't get paid to speak. I'll be on the uh, panel at the European conference, uh, uh, maybe speaking at SellerCon. I'm on a panel at Prosper. I don't get paid to, to do any of those. And in some cases, they help out a little bit with my, my airfare, but in most every case, it doesn't cover all of it. Um, and the, the question is logical. Why do I bother doing it? If it costs me money and takes my time, why do I do it? And the simplest reason is I really, truly do love to hang out with entrepreneurs and people who are getting things done. That's, that's the awesomer mentality that I, I talk about so often. And I, I can't say, you know, in detail much more than the fact that I just, when I'm there with fellow awesomers and entrepreneurs and, and anybody who's really getting the job done, no matter where in the world it is, and, and we can exchange ideas and share stories and, and, you know, often we're able to say, Hey, I've got this problem. You know, what do you think? And, and everybody kind of shares ideas to me. That's the most productive and one of the most um, high ROI things that I do. And I can say unequivocally that, you know, in 2018, 2017, probably, I definitely spent more than six figures traveling, going to masterminds, paying for masterminds and so forth. Definitely more than six figures. But some of the best ROI has definitely has always come from those types of relationships and those types of ideas and just the energy around those events. So, you know, for those of you who are, are like, gosh, I, you know, I don't know if I can afford to go to one event. I don't know if I can afford to, you know, do anything. I, you know, hopefully I'll look at the replay. You know, replays are great when they exist, but I bet you 95% of people never click the open button on a replay, let alone replay the whole conference. Uh, so, and even if you do watch the entire conference, uh, it's not the same. And, and as much respect as I have, you want to live stream it, knock yourself out, but it is not the same when there are breakout sessions or, or just walking over the water cooler and somebody says, gosh, I just don't understand how to do this or that. And somebody else says, oh, well, I had that problem. And then I just did this. It's like, you know, the hallelujah. Oh, right. The, 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 the gates uh, have opened and the, the light comes down from heaven and goes, boom, you got your answer. That's the kind of intangible stuff that you'll never see. It can't be in a brochure. It doesn't exist outside of physical in-person uh, conversations and interactions. And that's fundamentally why I always talk about relationships. So I really encourage you guys to check it out. Uh, this has been my kind of uh, uh, rant of the day uh, regarding the idea of conferences, where I'm going to be. I would love to hang out with any Osmers out there. So don't hesitate to uh, look me up, find me on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter, or wherever uh, is comfortable for you. And, uh, and I would love to connect with any of you guys uh, around the world and gals, of course, maybe especially the gals. That's a joke. Um, I, I do want to remind you guys that, you know, as, as you're going down this, this journey of being an Osmer and being an entrepreneur, it can often be a pain. It can often be lonely. And uh, just keep your chin up. Make sure you push through. And anytime you're feeling down or uh, you just, you know, get some momentum, push you the wrong way, you know, call some of your colleagues, go listen to this podcast, do something to, to take action, to break that, break that mindset. It really is important. 
My very best to each and every one of you. Don't forget, check it out, episode 133 at awesomers.com slash 133. And gosh, if you're still listening by now, go do me a favor. Click subscribe on your favorite podcast thing, especially if it's Apple because they, they give us even more juice. And you know, leave a review. It doesn't hurt. It, it feels good. I know that I read those reviews and it makes me say I should do more podcasts. So thank you very much, everybody. And we'll talk to you very, very soon. I hope to see you.